So couch number two we found in, let's see here, that was out there at Leesburg, which is... Well, limestone. Yeah, it's on the way to... Also, before we get into all that, I just want to point out anybody who listened to the Couch One conversation about Andrew being six foot five, since that time has passed, he's actually grown to six six. <laughs> He, he has told me. He said he's actually more like 6'6". So by the time we're doing this podcast, Andrew might be playing in the NBA for the Los Angeles Lakers at a, at a towering 7'4". I'm not sure. but We'll see. Yeah. At least at least we could make some money that way. Well, so far he's gone from, I thought, 6'2", to 6'5", and then a span of however long it was, now 6'6". So who knows how tall he'll be by the time this is all said and done. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So... We'll see. We'll see if I if I make it to seven foot by the end of this podcast. <laughs> so, couch number two was, and when I say couch two, that's the second one that we got. We I remember we bought it for forty dollars, mm-hmm. and we drove out to um, Leesburg, which is in Limestone, which is on the way to Greenville. If you're following around on a map. And this now, lady, for you people who are listening out in California, since this podcast has taken off, this is in Tennessee, Eastern Tennessee, East Tennessee. <laughs> there is a, you know, I read somewhere that there's a Greenville in every state, in every state. <laughs> now the exception is that the Greenville in Tennessee has an extra E mm-hmm. in the name. So even on their little signs, a lot of people will capitalize that second E, or I guess mm-hmm. it's a third E. Anyway, they're pretty proud of that extra E. And on the way to Greenville, there's a little place called Limestone, which is where we got this couch. Young lady was there. What? She had seven kids, right? Mm -hmm. So tell me the story about walking up to that house. Tell me what it looked like. Tell me what happened. So we found the house, you know, walked up to the house and I knocked on the door and I stood there. I kind of stepped back. There's a dog barking and someone opened the door. And then immediately slammed the door shut. (laughs) So I turned around and said, okay, I don't really know what's going on here. So I walked back down and knocked on the door again and walked down the steps. And then one of the kids came out and said, you buying something for my mom? And I said, yes. And he said, okay, go around to the back. So we're around to the back. She came out the garage and she actually had a nice little, little setup shop down there. She was selling quite a bit, but a bunch of stuff. She had two couches. She had a bunch of, knickknacks and patty wax all over the place yeah yeah i remember there was a stove that looked mm-hmm. like it had come out of a house fire mm-hmm. and she tried to sell that to us and i was like no she had a refrigerator freezer there's yeah. quite a few things there she were a had. few things yeah i think she had an atv down there but she was doing more or less the same thing we were doing flipping these couches and she wanted 40 bucks for that couch we gave mm-hmm. her 40 bucks and same sort of scenario, that couch, I think we got rid of for a hundred. Yeah. And a guy literally, instead of having to deliver the couch, a guy just came to the house and picked it up. That was there. I remember that one pretty specifically because it was just one guy mm-hmm. and he came after work and picked that couch up, but it was in, it was in immaculate shape. It was great. It was an older couch. It was heavy. I remember that much. Yeah. Very clean. And don't think it came from a place where there were pets because that's a big deal for people. They'll ask you, they'll say, did anybody smoke in the home? No. Okay. Were there pets involved? No. I think they had a dog. No, did they? Well, maybe it wasn't down there, but it it was a nice couch. 
So that was couch number two. And then after that, things picked up and yeah. we got during that period of time, you've obviously you work, I work, mm-hmm. I work remotely. So I have a little bit more flexibility, but during that time we were on the road all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, we were not all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, not all the time. All in all, I think we had 13 hours that we spent on this project during the yeah. month of January. So 13 hours in January spent on couches, but it felt like we were running all over the place. We were. We yeah, were for sure. And with that, we're going to jump into just a couple of kind of anecdotal stories from the couch flipping game. So as part of the couch game, you will invariably end up with what we would call a lemon. Mm -hmm. Tell us what a lemon is, Justin. So a lemon, and we've had a couple, is a couch that is not fixable, at least not by myself or Andrew or Rachel, who has helped with that as well. And Megan. And Megan has helped with it as well. Yes, she has. She has done some touch-ups as well. It's a couch that cannot be fixed. It by like I said by any of us. It's got too big of a tear, rips. It's broken. It's not something that we'd want to resell. But a lot of times you don't you don't realize that until after you're there and you know you're about to exchange money. <laughs> yeah. So the biggest lemon that we ever jumped on was well I had one and you had one, so we've had two. So the one that I jumped on was in Sulphur Springs. Lady was selling two couches. Did I have one? Oh, yeah. The Catboy Couch. Oh, gosh, yeah. Catboy Couch. Okay. So, anyway. I, I forgot about that one. Yeah, you'll have to explain that in a second. So, anyway, the Sulphur Springs Couch is 200 bucks. Lady had two leather, full-grain leather couches, which full-grain leather basically is the good stuff. You can take full-grain leather and, and finish it really easily, and it just it works well for this sort of game. Well, anyway, the lady had us up there, and we actually have to we had to wait like a week to go get them because she, I guess, I don't know, they were waiting for her furniture to show up. Mm-hmm. But two hundred bucks, we thought at this point we had eight or nine hundred dollars, and we thought, well, heck, we can spend a hundred dollars each couch, flip the couches for two or three hundred dollars a piece, and make probably four hundred dollars. So anyway, we go to this person's house. On the way there, we actually almost didn't go because her husband was in a car wreck that day. Yep. He T-boned somebody. Like on our way there, or about to leave, she yeah. said he got an accident. Yeah, and and I don't know if he was at fault or whatever. But he I allegedly T-boned <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> it was back battle, allegedly. Yeah. So anyway, he is... Um, He's there when we get there. He's sitting on one of the sitting couches. Sitting on the couch. <laughs> so we walk in. He's sitting on the couch. I think I made some statement like, oh, I hear you've had an exciting day. And we talked about this. But after you've been in an automobile accident, you know, God forbid anybody listening to this, you're ever in an automobile accident. But you're in a real spacey sort of place. Like, you're not all the way there. People, they comment on this all the time. You know, like you... For those few hours after a wreck, just kind of you're you're a space cadet, mm-hmm. and he was definitely in that mode. Yeah. So he's sitting on the couch. His wife basically asks him to move, so he does. And then they pick up the cushions to the big couch, and there's literally nothing there. 
But just to reiterate, one fact that I keep going back to when I think about when we picked up these couches is the fact that the man had just been in a collision. And we said, sorry, buddy, we got to take these couches you're sitting on. Your wife has sold them to us. The man's trying to recover from his collision, and we come take his only sitting apparatus. Yeah, they didn't have from, any other. Literally out from underneath. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have any other any other chairs or anything. So we pick up the cushions on the bigger couch. There's nothing there. The bottom of this thing is gone. Mm-hmm. The husband had built some really nice, sturdy boxes, but the couch itself was, there was nothing there. It was hollow. Yeah. So at that point, what do we do? Do we walk out? Do we say, no, thank you? No, we don't. We wrestled those couches out of their second story house. Knocked over a plant. We did knock over a plant (laughs) and broke it. And it was dark. It was a little rainy. I remember the couches were super heavy. And we got them on the back porch and wrestled them out of their house down the stairs down the stairs and the whole time he's there with us like trying to help he was trying to help but and we were like you probably don't need to do this so anyway the second couch the couch that he was sitting on was a halfway decent couch mm-hmm. so i made the executive decision mm. after two or three days that we just had to get rid of these couches because our allergies in my home just went haywire I was waking up with a stuffy nose. Rachel had a stuffy nose. The kids, like we all were just like highly allergic to these couches. Another allegedly needs to be inserted in there. Alleged. <laughs> but we did find, we found a, a Myrtle Beach pocket knife in one of them. A little camo pocket knife. Have I showed you that? You showed me a picture of it. Okay. So, so it wasn't a total bust, right? I'm glad you brought that up because I almost forgot. I wanted to save this story for when we recorded because I knew you would think it was funny. And I'm so glad that you brought that up. So I knew about that pocket knife before you told me. Oh, really? And let me tell you How? why. Because it was in the couch. I like. know. So me and you were speaking on the phone, and then we were done talking, and whatever, whatever the conversation ended, but you didn't hang up. And I just sat there for a second, and I was like, oh, he, he hadn't hung up yet. So I just sat there and left my phone on speaker to see how long it would take you to hang up the phone. And then I heard you say, well, I got rid of another couch because we had sold. We, you'd gone and met that guy at the storage unit. Oh yeah, and uh, you go, but hey, you know that one wasn't a total loss. I found a knife in there; it's probably worth two hundred dollars. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to tell me about that. So, and then you come back to the phone and go, hello, and I just hung up. <laughs> <laughs> so then, I remember <laughs> this kind of because I remember looking at the phone and I was like, surely he's not still on the line. I was. Oh my god! Because I'm sneaky like that. This is just treacherous. And then you said, then a couple hours later, say, "Hey, forgot to tell you, I found a knife in that couch." And I was like, "All right, good we're good. Lord. We're all good." What else did you hear me say? <laughs> that's all I heard. Oh, geez. I heard you say we sold another couch, and there was a knife in there, and that's all I heard. And well, then I was like, "Okay, that's good enough." That's now good. you know I'm a trustworthy <laughs> six five individual. Oh Lord, straight as an arrow. Yeah. If he was straight as an arrow, he'd be seven foot six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was that was one of the losses. I ended up putting that thing out on the curb. It took me a couple days to get rid of it because you post what they call curb alerts. I don't even think I realized you ever actually got rid of it. Oh, yeah. It was during the snow, too. So it was yeah. snowing, 
and I got frustrated with it. Rachel was frustrated, and literally in the snow, I just pushed this thing up my driveway and threw it off on the side of the road. Went to Facebook, posted a curb alert, which is just literally you say curb alert in the title and then you post a picture of it. And I had maybe two or three people over the course of two or three days that wanted to get it. And everybody's all, I'll be up there. I got to find somebody to go. I got to find a ride. And, and they hardly ever show up. Well, luckily someone did. They got the couch. God bless them because it was the whole time. The interesting thing about this is the whole time this is going on, when I'm getting rid of these bogus couches, my neighbor's trying to sell his house. So you can imagine he's doing showings of this really nice house. I think he's got it on the market for like $460,000 and overpriced. Well, <laughs> they sold it today. So the Pete now, as we're recording, the people are moving in anyway. Yeah. So he's trying to sell this house and there's all these torn up couches sitting on the curb. So yeah, sorry, Jim. <laughs> anyway, um, the other one, and I want you to talk about this one. The other one is the one that we call the Catboy Couch. So tell us about Catboy. Before we get to that, let's back up and talk about the other couch from that trip. The one that was in pretty decent shape. I mean, we sold it. We sold it. But I just want to... It took I, us a while I to I think sell you're it. not emphasizing enough what happened with that. I don't remember. The, well, we sold this, it. this was Andrew's... These were Andrew's lemons, these two leather couches. Oh, yeah. This was all him. I had nothing to do with it. He got these couches and then immediately puts one out on the curb. Just sends me a picture. Says, I'm not selling this thing. My allergies are just acting up. My oh, yeah. I was crazy. done. I was frustrated. So I took the other couch because he said I, he was ready to get out of the couch game. He didn't want to be in the couch game I was anymore. done. I can't sell anymore, he says. I was ate up with it. So I said, True. well, why don't you put the free delivery next to it? Oh, so now you're an expert. Now you do all the selling, he says. I could hint a little dissension in his voice. <laughs> the couch king was rethinking everything. So I put free delivery on there and within a week we sold it for 225. Well, hold on. You say within a week. Now within a week, <laughs> a week is a long time. A week is 7 days, people. So normally you can sell these things in about a day. A day, 24 yeah. hours at the most. Normally, if it's a deal and you put it up there, you've got people messaging you immediately. So a week was a pretty long time. And in the yeah. meantime, what did I do? You got a storage unit? I got a storage yeah. unit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I found a good deal on a storage unit and I took it up there myself, dumped it in there because I was done with it. I didn't even want to look yeah. at it. Yeah. The couch king, and we call Andrew the couch king, he got a little <laughs> frustrated and uh, he was ready just to put a stamp on it and we were done. We were going to get a storage unit. He's putting these couches in there. But we sold it. We made our money back plus 25. So, well, no. Uh, oh, oh, wait. This is something I don't know. What well, no, I, I told you, I, I let him have it for 200. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought we made something off of it. No, no. We, we, well, you told him we were going to, you actually, by putting free delivery on there, you shot us in the foot because I said, the guy said, how much? I said, well, Justin said 225. And he said, oh, but 225 is with free delivery. <laughs> That's right. And at this point, I just said, That's dude, right. just $200 and, and please get out of my face. So basically, my whole story to tell that is pointless because pointless. the free delivery in ultimately is what cost us from making any money. Off exactly. <laughs> so again, so, seller beware, yeah. but the seller beware. Couch, the couch king reigns. So tell us a little bit about the couch that the other lemon we got, the Catboy couch. Okay. So 
this was another one. I think the guy wanted uh, eighty bucks for it, and it was we, fifty. It, it was, was fifty. He but we got him down to fifty, and uh, he lived in a apartment up on a really high hill and it was snowing that day. It was snowing really hard too. And really yeah. high hill. Mm-hmm. I don't think that does it justice. This is a mountain. Yeah, it was steep. This was is steep. in Johnson City. This is I didn't even know it was there. One of the highest peaks in Johnson City. And it was like two miles from my house and I had no I drove by it several times and never knew it was there. But lives up on a high hill an apartment, nice place. We knock on the door. I think we were there like thirty minutes early and he finally comes to the door. Oh yeah, he was mad. He was mad because it was like eleven thirty. And he had just got and out he of bed. just got out of bed and he's like, Oh, sorry, we're late night people. And I was like, It's eleven thirty, buddy. But I mean, I can't say anything because I used to sleep much later than that before kids. But anyway, so we get in there. The couch has a I think it has some kind of sheet or something on it, some kind of cover. Oh yeah. That's when I yeah. knew that it was a bad deal. Yeah. When he had a cloak thrown over it or a sheet. <laughs> yeah. And we walked in yeah. and there was a sheet it, over it and I thought, Oh great. I think it was an invisibility cloak because whenever the <laughs> whenever he took the picture, the picture looked much better than what the couch looked yeah. like. So we call it the catboy couch because it was faux leather, so it was real cheap and it was you know, he obviously had a cat. That had scratched that thing up left yeah. and right. It was really, I mean, it was beyond repair. It was beyond repair. But it did have a brand new pull-out bed that had never been used on yes. the inside of it. And the and the mattress inside that thing was brand new. It was still sealed. Mm-hmm. And it was in, I mean, we tried every which way that we could think of to get that, we to did. sell that. Andrew bought a cover for it yep. and covered it. And, and it was a nice cover too. 50 bucks off Amazon. It yeah. had individual covers for each seat. Mm-hmm. So I even, I came very, I don't think I told you this. I came really close to selling it one night. Oh, you didn't tell me that. No, because it's a lady that I knew. Mm-hmm. And she sent me a message and said, hey, this looks pretty good. And I said, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but she she thought about it. She has a bed and breakfast not far from here. She was going to put it in there, and I said, and I finally I said, look, you don't want this thing. Like, trust me, <laughs> I didn't know all this. So we probably could have made some money off of it, but I didn't want her to get something that was just terrible. And he didn't want her to get something because he knew her apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. The thing was, like, it, she definitely would have been disappointed in that thing, mm. and. Eventually, what we ended up doing, I think, again, I just I shoved it out there on the front yard. And again, I think it was snowing. And two or three days later, which is a long time in couch land, because normally people jump all over this stuff, we finally got rid of it. And I was happy to see that one go. Yeah, I had no hopes for that one. That's why I completely forgot about it. Yeah. So here's a tip. If you are listening to this podcast for something other than just insane delight from listening to us ramble. If you're actually interested in getting into couches, flipping couches, any couch that is the faux leather, which we're talking about that poly-based vinyl that you can tell because it's a little bit slicker than leather Mm. and it peels off pretty easily. Any of that stuff, these are going to be your couches that you find at a furniture store around the four or five hundred dollar price point, but they're yeah. but they're quote unquote leather, or it's a faux leather, or yeah. it's a synthetic leather, whatever. Skip it, forget it. Yeah, it will absolutely ruin your life if you jump on one of those things. The best thing you could do is tell someone that you'll haul it off for them for twenty bucks. That'll be 
20 more dollars than you were going to make off the thing in the first place, right? As in they pay you $20 to come. Oh yeah. Lord. Yeah. 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 You don't (laughs) pay them. Don't pay them a dime. Yeah. And if they tell you that they want money for it, you need to tell them, Hey, this is, you're not going to get a dime out of anybody that's going to end up with this thing happy because that's the thing that was hardest for us is learning what was a good deal. What was a bad deal? The good deals (laughs) were brown cloth couches around 20 to $30, $40. Everybody wants a brown couch. And we came across the same couch several times. The couch that we sold to the lady in Church Hill. That couch, I think we we flipped that thing three or four times Mm -hmm. because everyone had that couch. Mm -hmm. It started off with the girl who had the couch in Knoxville, which you sent a couple of your guys on a run, we paid them obviously, but you yeah. worked that out where we picked up a couch for her in Knoxville. We got her couch that was in pretty bad shape. I mean, it was pretty dirty, right? Like she had, she had yeah, some, yeah, some uh, like fingernail polish on it that was kind of difficult to get out. Yeah. But yeah. It was, it was really nice. It was just, you know, kids had been, all it was, over. and it yeah. was a, it was a electronic couch too. Mm-hmm. So we sold that to, the la- that was the last one that we sold and it was in, we had to drive quite a distance. It was almost in Rogersville that we had to drive that couch out there. Yep. The lady had a bunch of dogs. There. there were a bunch of chickens. Yeah. Uh, I remember that. And, and she, she tried to squeeze us. She wanted us to take the couch and recline. She did. She, she put the, she put the squeeze on us. Yeah. We get there. She had another set of furniture that she wanted us to take. Well, at this point I have all the crappy couches in my garage. I'm already frustrated. And I was just done. And I told her, I said... The couch uh, kingdom was crumbling at this yeah, point. Yeah, we were done at that point. So we ended up not taking that furniture. And she I messaged like, us on the way back. You I remember feel like that? two weeks before that, we would have taken those. We would have. Yeah. No doubt. And we would have probably flipped them. Well, for sure. They, were not, they weren't bad. They yeah. were not bad. On the way back, she messaged me and said that the couch wasn't working. But luckily, you tested it. Uh-huh. You knew that it worked. You said, hey, it's just this plug. It probably come loose. Undo that. You're good. Or put it back together, whatever. But Andrew just said, new phone, who dis? And <laughs> I said, wait, <laughs> who? Who sold you a couch? It wasn't us. No. So that's the other thing you run into is test everything. Make certain it works. Sit on it. Make certain that it's a good quality couch and make certain that if it's an electronic couch that has the the mechanical reclining part that it works. Mm-hmm. Test it, test it, test it. Because if somebody, if she really wanted to, she probably could have said, hey, this doesn't work. I want my money back. And yeah. the fact that we drove that far out there, I would have probably given her like most of her money back at that yeah. point. I was so frustrated and done with it. I would have probably done that. All right, Justin, so the couch game was pretty good to us. We ended up selling 13 couches. Was it 13? Okay, so I have on here actually 14 couches. We bought 14 couches. It looks like we sold all but three. The Catman couch, Catboy couch, we didn't. We lost 50 bucks on that. The Sulphur Springs couch one, we we didn't sell that one. The Irwin Vintage Couch, which I really like, is in my garage right now. And Rachel and I are going to refinish that because that's a nice couch. That was 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. I love that couch. I think it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I have my own thoughts on that couch. but I'm going to sell that couch one day for $1,000, I mm-hmm. promise you. 
So we, we bought 14 couches. We sold, it looks like, 11 of those couches. Total profit was $1,293, okay? Total, I guess, the total amount of money that we made, all things considered, was... 1905. So right about $2,000 is what we brought in in revenue. And then as far as our cost goes, we spent $612 on couches. The most expensive couches were the ones that we had trouble moving. Mm -hmm. The cheapest couches were the ones that moved quickest. Average margin on these couches of 67%. So on average, we were making 67% on these couches when we sold them. Of course, some of them we made as high as 90. Some of them we actually made 100% margin because we didn't pay anything for them. So that means that we made over $1,300. So here's how the numbers break down. So $1,300, conveniently enough, we sold, I guess, 11 couches and we gave each couch basically an hour of our time. Mm -hmm. Some were a little bit more, mm -hmm. most were less, but we said basically, hey, we worked what we'll say 13 hours because we, we moved 13 couches yeah. and all in all, getting the couch and then delivering it 30 minutes a piece. So that works out to be about $118 an hour. So if we take that $1,300, divide that by 11 because that's what we sold. So basically we made $118 each hour that we were out mm -hmm. is the way that you can look at it. So here's the argument that Justin and I had. Okay, if you've got a business and you can make $118 an hour, well, you work that business 40 hours a week and you would be bringing in $4,720 a week times four, that would be $18,000 a month times 12, that would be $226,560. And here's the, I guess, the hard truth is, would you make $118 an hour all 40 hours? No. Probably not. No. No. But if you were, let's just say that we were half wrong. Yeah. Let's say that we're half wrong about this. You would still clear $113,000 a year let's take it one step further. Let's say that we're half wrong about that. You would still make $56,000. Yeah. So all in all, I believe in my heart of hearts that you could make a cool 70 to $90,000 a year on the couch game. If you so desired, what do you think? Yeah, I definitely think that this was with two guys, one truck who both work actual full-time jobs Yeah. with kids, families, yeah. wives, during, during a COVID, during a <laughs> yeah. pandemic, that's important, during a pandemic, yeah. during the worst weather of the year, because it's been cold as hell, mm -hmm. and it snowed more than six times, that I right. know, in my mind, I see more than six couches sitting there in the snow yeah. during different points and times of this adventure, because we've been out, I think almost every time we've been out, there's been snow on the ground, which is crazy. East Tennessee... If you didn't know, you get all four seasons, so it's definitely been a snowy January for us. But if you really wanted to optimize this type of business, if you had, obviously you could start off with zero dollars, you would probably need a truck or some form of something that you could put, or a trailer, but if you get a trailer. We talked about this, and you could rent a truck. You could rent a truck. U-Haul will rent you a truck for $20 in city, and they just charge you the mileage. So you could rent a truck 
pick it up at 8 a.m., bring it back that night at 7 p.m., mm-hmm. have it for $20 plus the whatever the gas, yeah. uh, the mileage that you put on it. So at the end of the day, once you get your startup with $0, except maybe if you have to run a truck for 20 bucks or something, you have $0, you get to a point where we currently are, then you take a little bit of that money, uh, buy yourself a trailer or a cheap used truck. Those are also a marketplace. And then you build up your inventory a little bit more. Then maybe you get a storage unit. You start putting the couches in the storage unit. And then maybe once you make a little more money, you get another guy or you get a couple more people to help you out with the yeah. truck. So the point is, the sky is the limit. You can work on it as hard or as soft as you possibly want. Either you do it 40 hours a week with one or two guys and make X amount, or you do it 40 hours a week, continue to do it, get another set of guys. I mean, you could keep growing it, keep growing it, keep growing it to as big as you wanted to, really. Yeah. It's just how much time and effort you're willing to put into it. Yeah, and that's the thing. One thing about this podcast that we've not talked about yet is that we're not looking for get rich quick schemes. We're looking mm. for get rich schemes, right? Right. <laughs> like the whole idea that you don't have to go out there, you don't have to hustle, you don't have to work hard. That's complete yeah. and utter bullshit. It's you can come across a couple of lucky runs here or there, but I think we're old enough to realize this yeah. that you just that sort of stuff never really works out. And I don't even know if it's necessarily get rich schemes. It's just kind of to say Hey, look, if you have a little bit of drive, you can make some money with no money starting off. Yeah. Um, And good money. And And good money. Very good money. Good money, yeah. So I think that's the whole point. Yeah. Now, obviously, we would love to find something where we make a lot of money. Yeah. That'd be great. But I think the goal, ultimately, is to show people that you can start with zero if you just get a little creative and have a little bit of drive and, you know, willing to put a little elbow grease into it. Yeah. And... To that end, our next episode, we're going to be jumping into something that's very interesting. A lot of people out there talking about this. I don't want to spoil it, but it is, it's in the real estate industry, right? Mm -hmm. Without being a real estate agent, you don't have to be a real estate agent, but you can still make money. We're going to give it a go. Justin and I both know precious little about this. He has a a brother-in-law who does. So we're meeting with him next week. We're going to start spinning the gears. And we're not getting rid of the couch business by any means. We still have the storage unit. We still have the truck. But we are taking it step by step at this point. Yes. Until we see really what the future holds as far as this next part of the podcast. Hopefully this is informative to you guys. Hopefully it's been entertaining. Uh, We'll be back next week with a new episode of Scheming. Good luck out there. If you do decide to get into the couch game, hopefully this helps you. Do it right. Take care of people. And you'll, you'll always come out on top. Until next time, keep scheming. This is the inaugural episode of Scheming, the podcast where we show you how to scheme to make money. In a nice way. In a nice (laughs) way, sure. I'm your host, Andrew. And the one who came up with the name Scheming, I don't know about it.
<laughs> and I'm Justin. Nice. <laughs> so we are two friends from East Tennessee, right? Yep. So we met each other in college. Well, you're from Southwest Virginia. I'm from I'm from Southwest Virginia. You're from East Tennessee. Met each other in college and reconnected later in life when we worked at the same place which was an amusement company. Now, you still work there. Yes. I no longer work there. And saying reconnected is loosely translated because we neither one of us actually remember meeting in college. We just know that we did at some point. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we know somewhere our paths crossed, but we still haven't figured out quite yet where and when that was. Which is another undertone of this whole podcast is figuring out that mystery. Yes. But... That doesn't take place in this episode. So the concept of scheming is a lot of people out there want to make money, right? Everybody wants to make money. How do you do it? How can you do it reliably, easy? What's the easiest way to go about it? How do you get started and cut through all the noise, cut through all the bullshit? Let's scheme. Let's make some money, right? Yeah. Even more importantly, the fact of making money with no money to begin with. Yes. No money to begin with. And that's key. That's key for this first venture, which is why we chose the couch flipping game. You want to talk a little bit about what is couch flipping? So we came up with this. Well, I don't want to say we came up with this idea, but we saw this idea where, where wherever have you, you know, we use Facebook Marketplace, we use Craigslist, whatever. People will put couches up for sale or for free a lot of the times. Most of the time, people are like, oh, I'm moving or I'm getting a new couch. I like this couch, but I don't have time to fool with it. The new one's on its way. Either A, I'm going to give it away to the first person who'll come pick it up, or B, I'm going to try and make 50 bucks off of it, whatever. It's in decent condition. So those are the ones we look for, the ones that maybe could just be, you know, they're real leather, be refinished real quick. We can clean them up. And then what we would do, go pick those couches up, we would clean them up, refinish them if we need to. Very simple, very cheap to buy that stuff. And then we would in turn take that couch, put it back on Marketplace, put it back on Craigslist, wherever the platform may be, and then resell it for sometimes four or five times what we actually paid for it. And how we got started on that was getting a couch that was free. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, okay. Hold on. Okay, all right. I'm getting ahead of myself. You're getting ahead of yourself. Now, let me let me just regurgitate what you just said and make certain that I have this right. So, we're going to go to Facebook Marketplace. Uh-huh. We're going to find free couches. Uh-huh. We're going to go get those couches, relist them, and make money. Correct. Okay. Is there anything wrong with that? Is there anything morally wrong no and and here's why here's why there is some gray area but here's why it's not now if you go on there and somebody has posted a free couch and says hey i want this couch to go to somebody who really needs it and uh, you know i'll deliver it or come pick it up i just want it to go somebody who needs it we would not touch that we would stay away from that if that's what that what your desire is that's not what we're going to do with it so that is not what we would do. Now, if somebody put it up there and said, hey, this couch is free. It needs to go. I want it out of my house. Come pick it up. Then that is fair game. Yeah. And you should not feel guilty about going to pick that up, doing some work to it, and reselling it as long as it's in good condition and not you know, broken or whatever. We would never resell a broken couch. 
We would never resell a filthy couch. We would never do a deal that we didn't think was fair. So, yes, there are ways that it can be not necessarily morally defensible, but <laughs> we do not do it that way. Well, and it's, you know, we're in a free market system. Um, so, you know, let the buyer beware. And I think that that also now goes for Marketplace and Craigslist and let it go and all these other services let the seller beware too, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you're putting something out there for free or you're putting something out there at a deep discount, Hey, once you sell that thing, you don't, you don't have rights to that after the fact. You can't double back and say, Whoa, 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 you guys, you guys took that $50 couch and you put a little bit of color correction on it from some $25 jar of gunk you got off Amazon. You sold that couch for $400. I want my cut. Mm -hmm. No, sir. That's not how this works. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's the couch game in a nutshell. Um, and we've actually been pretty forthcoming with most people. If anybody's like asked us, what are you going to do with this? And sell we, it. Everybody we've told, we said, well, this is what we do. We're going to sell it. Yeah, we're, we're going to sell it. We're going to fix it up and we're going to sell it. And everybody has been like, oh, cool. And Actually, one lady gave us another couch. She gave us another couch. <laughs> she did. She said, hey, I've got a, I've yeah. got an even better couch. If you give me 50 bucks, you can have it. We're picking one up for free from her. Yeah. And then she said, give me 50 and I'll give you this other one. And it was yeah. a better couch. We sold them both. So... So that's the couch game in a nutshell, and we're, we're going to go through our experiences, our adventure from the last month. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about um, the things we learned, the things that we, if we had it to do over, things that we wouldn't do, maybe some things that we would do differently. And the, the goal of the podcast is we're going to take the amount of money that we made, which at the end we'll say how much we made. And we're going to reinvest that into the next business idea. So we're starting at zero. We didn't have a dime. And we will go through that process and tell you how we got there along the way. Stay tuned. So the story of the first couch. Do you remember the first couch? I do. I remember the first couch well. The first couch, I get the first and the second mixed up. But the first couch. I don't remember the second. <laughs> well, the second was the lady that had been shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you remember all that. Yeah, See? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the first, more on that later, but the first couch we found in Jonesboro, mm -hmm. it was a very nice couch, if you recall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The only the only thing that was wrong with it was what was wrong with it. Wasn't there a broken piece inside of it? There was somewhere? a broken, yeah. There's a band. Well, about these couches, nowadays, the modern couches there are bands that run inside of them. Like there's a, a material that basically makes it so you can sit on the couch and that band was broken. So just imagine a big rubber band that's inside your couch. And if it's broken, you can't really sit on the couch. You kind of go back into it. Well, anyway, that was broken. So I was able to get up there and fix that. But anyway, so far as finding the couch, I think you found it, right? You found it originally. Yep. Uh, we just went on Marketplace. It was free. Called Andrew. He got his truck. And I was like, let's go on there and pick it up. The woman was really nice. And I think I was on well, my Well, you way. weren't there. No, I wasn't there. <laughs> I was on my way down there to meet him. And I was looking for the house. And I passed him on the road. And he already had the couch in the truck. Yeah. So, yeah, I passed him. And there he goes with the couch. So, you know, I called him up, said, let's go meet up, take a look at this thing. We pulled into the tractor supply. Yes. There in Jonesboro. Yes. Looked it over and good couch. Good couch. Yeah. It was a good couch. So, my 
perspective of the whole thing is Justin called. He said, hey, I've got a great deal on a couch. Gave me the address. I drove out to the lady's house. She was a little bit confused because it wasn't you. She said, are you Justin? I said, no, I'm Justin's friend. And she was like, "Uh, let me go get my daughter. And on second thought, you probably scared her to death. I probably did scare her to death. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that. I never because that you know, here I am, and I'm not. I'm not a small guy. I'm six five, about two twenty five on a good day. Six five. I don't know about that. Let yeah. me push a little bit. I'd say maybe like six three. <laughs> yeah, right. You're not six five. Anyway, no, I am. You're I, not I swear. six five. It's on my driver's license. I'll oh, show you right well, now. then it must be true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, for the record, Andrew's not six five. I'm pretty sure I'm taller than him, and I'm like six two. Hard six five, hard six five. Oh, jeez. Anyway, go to the lady's house. She goes and gets her daughter. They got on one end. I got on the other and loaded it up in the truck. The thing I was worried about is losing it. That's the other thing about moving these couches is that you're always worried that they're going to fly out the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. But we've never had any issues with anything like that. Right. And I mean... At six five, you got those long arms. You probably just reach back and hold on to it. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna have to show you my driver's license now. This is crazy. I don't care. I'm, you're gonna have to stand back to back with me to prove this to me because you are not six five. Oh, I'm gosh. hung up. On, I'm hung up on this. I'm not gonna be able to get past it. All right. Well, then we're we're gonna stop <laughs> and we're gonna go in the parking lot right now, and I'm gonna prove it. All right. Okay. Now, what was the result of that test that we just did? You might be six five. <laughs> I just had no idea. I, I really didn't think he was that tall, but six five still might be, <laughs> but six four. You, I'll give you six four. Okay, you can take that. You're up. definitely not six two, like I was thinking. I you, thought I was. I honestly thought I was taller than you. Oh well. But yeah. as my wife so aggressively pointed out to me the other day, that I'm not as tall as I think I am. Well, maybe that's the issue. <laughs> maybe that's the issue. Maybe that's yeah. the issue. I think once you're over six foot, I think it goes downhill from there because you have back problems and all kinds of other stuff. So. I'd settle for a good 5'10". But anyway, I digress. So this lady, nice lady, um, her and her daughter helped me put the couch in the truck, worried about it flying out, doesn't fly out. We get to tractor supply, look it over. And I remember it was raining that day, too. It was was a little bit of rain. Mm -hmm. So we get this thing back home, and Rachel, my fiance, has a couch steamer, I guess. Mm-hmm. A furniture steamer. Mm-hmm. So we went over that a couple times. And then, of course, I fixed the band that was inside of it, which I assume that's why they sold it. They probably didn't realize it was free. Could, it was. Yeah, it was free. It's probably why they got rid of it. And then we flipped it. We sold that one for how much? I think it was 115 bucks. 115 bucks. Yeah. So that was our first profit right there. $115. And where did we take that one to? Do you remember who bought that one? Didn't somebody come to your house and pick it up? That's right. Two guys came and picked up that couch, and off they went. It was two buddies, same sort of thing. So tip: if, if two guys show up in a truck at your house to get your couch, you can just guarantee that thing's going back on yeah, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so anyway, that's the story of the first flip. And we'll break for a moment, and then we're going to go into the second couch. Mm-hmm. So couch number two, we found in, let's see here. That was out there at Leesburg, which is Little limestone. Yeah. It's on the way to also, before we get into all that, I just want to point out anybody who listened to the couch one conversation about Andrew being six foot five. 
since that time has passed, he's actually grown to six six. <laughs> He, he has told me. He said he's actually more like 6'6". So by the time we're done with this podcast, Andrew might be playing in the NBA for the Los Angeles Lakers at a, at a towering 7'4". I'm not sure. but We'll see. Yeah. At least at least we could make some money that way. Well, so far he's gone from, I thought, 6'2", to 6'5", and then a span of however long it was, now 6'6". So who knows how tall he'll be by the time this is all said and done. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So... We'll see. We'll see if I if I make it to seven foot by the end of this podcast. <laughs> so, couch number two was, and when I say couch two, that's the second one that we got. We I remember we bought it for forty dollars, mm-hmm. and we drove out to um, Leesburg, which is in Limestone, which is on the way to Greenville. If you're following around on a map. And this now, lady, for you people who are listening out in California, since this podcast has taken off, this is in Tennessee, Eastern Tennessee, East Tennessee. <laughs> there is a, you know, I read somewhere that there's a Greenville in every state, in every state. <laughs> now, the exception is that the Greenville in Tennessee has an extra E mm-hmm. in the name. So even on their little signs, a lot of people will capitalize that second E, or I guess mm-hmm. it's a third E. Anyway, they're pretty proud of that extra E. And on the way to Greenville, there's a little place called Limestone, which is where we got this couch. Young lady was there. What? She had seven kids, right? Mm -hmm. So tell me the story about walking up to that house. Tell me what it looked like. Tell me what happened. So we found the house, you know, walked up to the house and I knocked on the door and I stood there. I kind of stepped back. There's a dog barking and someone opened the door and then immediately slammed the door shut. <laughs> so I turned around and said, okay, I don't really know what's going on here. So I walked back down and knocked on the door again and walked down the steps. And then one of the kids came out and said, you buying something from my mom? And I said, yes. And he said, okay, go around to the back. So we're around to the back. She came out the garage and she actually had a nice little, little setup shop down there. She was selling quite a bit, but a bunch of stuff. She had two couches. She had a bunch of, knickknacks and paddywhacks all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was a stove that looked mm-hmm. like it had come out of a house fire. Mm-hmm. And she tried to sell that to us. And I was like, no. She had a refrigerator, freezer. There's yeah. quite a few things. There she were had. a few things. Yeah. I think she had an ATV down there. But she was doing more or less the same thing we were doing, flipping these couches. And she wanted 40 bucks for that couch. We gave mm-hmm. her 40 bucks. And same sort of scenario, that couch, I think we got rid of for a hundred. Yeah. And a guy literally, instead of having to deliver the couch, a guy just came to the house and picked it up. That was there. I remember that one pretty specifically because it was just one guy mm-hmm. and he came after work and picked that couch up, but it was in, it was in immaculate shape. It was great. It was an older couch. It was heavy. I remember that much. Yeah. Very clean. And don't think it came from a place where there were pets because that's a big deal for people. They'll ask you, they'll say, did anybody smoke in the home? No. Okay. Were there pets involved? No. I think they had a dog. No, did they? Well, maybe it wasn't down there, but it, it was a nice couch. So that was couch number two. And then after that, things picked up and we got during that period of time, You've obviously you work, I work, mm-hmm. I work remotely, so I have a little bit more flexibility. But during that time, we were on the road all the mm-hmm. time, yeah, we were. 
Not all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, not all the time. All in all, I think we had 13 hours that we spent on this project during the yeah. month of January. So 13 hours in January spent on couches, but it felt like we were running all over the place. We were. We yeah, were for sure. And with that, we're going to jump into just a couple of kind of anecdotal stories from the couch flipping game. So as part of the couch game, you will invariably end up with what we would call a lemon. Mm -hmm. Tell us what a lemon is, Justin. So a lemon, and we've had a couple, is a couch that is not fixable, at least not by myself or Andrew or Rachel, who has helped with that as well. We, we and Megan, Megan's and Megan helped has well. helped with it as well. Yes, she has. She has done some touch-ups as well. It's a couch that cannot be fixed. It, by like I said, by any of us, it's got too big of a tear, rips. It's broken. It's not something that we'd want to resell. But a lot of times, you don't you don't realize that until after you're there and you know you're about to exchange money. <laughs> yeah. So the biggest lemon that we ever jumped on was well. I had one and you had one. So we've had two. So the one that I jumped on was in Sulphur Springs. Lady was selling two couches. Did I have one? Oh, yeah. The cowboy couch. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Cowboy couch. Okay. So anyway. I, I forgot about that one. Yeah. You'll have to explain that in a second. So anyway, the Sulphur Springs couch is 200 bucks. Lady had two leather, full grain leather couches, which full grain leather basically is the good stuff. You can take full grain leather and and finish it really easily. And it just, it works well for this sort of game. Well, anyway, the lady had us up there and I, we actually have to, we had to wait like a week to go get them because she, I guess, I don't know. They were waiting for her furniture to show up, mm -hmm. but 200 bucks. We thought at this point we had eight or $900 and we thought, well, heck we can spend a hundred dollars each couch, flip the couches for, two or $300 a piece and make probably $400. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we go to this person's house on the way there. We actually almost didn't go because her husband was in a car wreck that day. Yep. He T-boned somebody like on our way there or about to leave. She yeah. said he got an accident. Yeah. And, and I don't know if he was at fault or whatatever, but he I allegedly T-boned somebody. Allegedly. So anyway, he is, um, He's there when we get there. He's sitting on one of the sitting couches. On the couch. <laughs> so we walk in. He's sitting on the couch. I think I made some statement like, oh, I hear you've had an exciting day. And we talked about this. But after you've been in an automobile accident, you know, God forbid anybody listening to this, you're ever in an automobile accident. But you're in a real spacey sort of place. Like you're not all the way there. People, they comment on this all the time, you know, like you... For those few hours after a wreck, just kind of you're you're a space cadet, mm -hmm. and he was definitely in that mode. Yeah. So he's sitting on the couch. His wife basically asks him to move, so he does. And then they pick up the cushions to the big couch, and there's literally nothing there. But just to reiterate, one fact that I keep going back to when I think about when we picked up these couches is the fact that the man had just been in a collision. And we said, sorry, buddy, we got to take these couches you're sitting on. Your wife has sold them to us. The man's trying to recover from his collision, and we come take his only sitting apparatus. Yeah, they didn't have from, any other. Literally out from underneath. Yeah, they didn't have any other any other chairs or anything. So 
we pick up the cushions on the bigger couch. There's nothing there. The bottom of this thing is gone. Mm-hmm. The husband had built some really nice, sturdy boxes, but the couch itself was, there was nothing there. It was hollow. Yeah. So at that point, what do we do? Do we walk out? Do we say, no, thank you? No, we don't. We wrestled those couches out of their second story house. Knocked over a plant. We did knock over a plant (laughs) and broke it. And it was dark. It was a little rainy. I remember the couches were super heavy. And we got them on the back porch and wrestled them out of their house down the stairs down the stairs and the whole time he's there with us like trying to help he was trying to help but and we were like you probably don't need to do this so anyway the second couch the couch that he was sitting on was a halfway decent couch mm-hmm. so i made the executive decision mm. after two or three days that we just had to get rid of these couches because our allergies in my home just went haywire I was waking up with a stuffy nose. Rachel had a stuffy nose. The kids, like we all were just like highly allergic to these couches. Another allegedly needs to be inserted in there. Alleged. (laughs) (laughs) But we did find, we found a a Myrtle Beach pocket knife in one of them, a little camo pocket knife. Have I showed you that? You showed me a picture of it. Okay. So, so it wasn't a total bust, right? I'm glad you brought that up because I almost forgot. I wanted to save this story for when we recorded because I knew you would think it was funny. And I'm so glad that you brought that up. So I knew about that pocket knife before you told me. Oh, really? And let me tell you why. Because it was in the couch. I know. So me and you were speaking on the phone and then we were done talking and whatever, whatever the conversation ended, but you didn't hang up. And I just sat there for a second and I was like, oh, he he hadn't hung up yet. So I just sat there and left my phone on speaker to see how long it would take you to hang up the phone. And then I heard you say, well, got rid of another couch because we insult. We you'd gone and met that guy at the storage unit. Oh yeah, and uh, you go, but hey, you know that one wasn't a total loss. I found a knife in there; it's probably worth two hundred dollars. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to tell me about that. So, and then you come back to the phone and go, hello, and I just hung up. <laughs> so again, I remember <laughs> this kind of because I remember looking at the phone and I was like, surely he's not still on the line. I was. Oh, my god! Because I'm sneaky like that. This is just treacherous. And then you said, then a couple hours later, say, hey, forgot to tell you, I found a knife in that couch. And I was like, all right, good we're good. Lord. We're all good. What else did you hear me say? <laughs> that's all I heard. Oh, geez. I heard you say we sold another couch and there was a knife in there. And that's all I heard. And well, then I was like, okay, that's good enough. That's now, good. you know, I'm a trustworthy 6'5 <laughs> individual. Oh, Lord. Straight as an arrow. Yeah. If he was straight as an arrow, he'd be seven foot six. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was that was one of the losses. I ended up putting that thing out on the curb. It took me a couple days to get rid of it because you post what they call curb alerts. I don't even think I realized you ever actually got rid of it. Oh, yeah. It was during the snow, too. So it was yeah. snowing. And I got frustrated with it. Rachel was frustrated. And literally in the snow, I just pushed this thing up my driveway and threw it off on the side of the road. Went to Facebook, posted a curb alert, which is just literally you say curb alert in the title and then you post a picture of it. 
And I had maybe two or three people over the course of two or three days that wanted to get it. And everybody's all, I'll be up there. I got to find somebody to come. I got to find a ride. And, and they hardly ever show up. Well, luckily, someone did. They got the couch. God bless them because it was the whole time. The interesting thing about this is the whole time this is going on, when I'm getting rid of these bogus couches, my neighbor's trying to sell his house. So you can imagine he's doing showings of this really nice house. I think he's got it on the market for like $460,000. And overpriced. Well, <laughs> they sold it today. So the pe- now, as we're recording, the people are moving in. Anyway, yeah. So he's trying to sell this house and there's all these torn up couches sitting on the curb. So yeah. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> anyway, um, the other one, and I want you to talk about this one. The other one is the one that we call the Catboy Couch. So tell us about Catboy. Before we get to that, let's back up and talk about the other couch from that trip. The one that was in pretty decent shape. I mean, we sold it. We sold it. But I just want to. It took I, us a while. I to think sell you're it. not emphasizing enough what happened with that. I don't remember. The, well, we sold this, it. this was Andrew's. These were Andrew's lemons. These two leather couches. Oh yeah. This was all him. I had nothing to do with it. He got these couches and then immediately puts one out on the curb, just sends me a picture, says, I'm not selling this thing. My allergies are just acting up. My oh, yeah, I was crazy. done. I was frustrated. So I took the other couch because he said I, he was ready to get out of the couch game. He didn't want to be in the couch game. I was anymore. done. I couldn't sell anymore, he says. I was ate up with it. So I said, True. well, why don't you put the free delivery next to it? Oh, so now you're an expert. Now you do all the selling, he says. I could hint a little dissension in his voice <laughs> the couch king was rethinking everything so i put free delivery on there and within a week we sold it for 225 well hold on you say within a week now within a week <laughs> a week is a long time a week is seven days people so normally you can sell these things in about a day a day 24 yeah. hours at the most Normally, if it's a deal and you put it up there, you've got people messaging you immediately. So a week was a pretty long time. And in the meantime, what did I do? You got a storage unit? I got a storage unit. Yeah. So So I found a good deal on a storage unit and I took it up there myself, dumped it in there because I was done with it. I didn't even want to look at it. Yeah. The couch king, and we call Andrew the couch king, he got a little (laughs) frustrated and uh, he was ready just to put a stamp on it and we were done. We were going to get a storage unit. He's putting these couches in there. But we sold it. We made our money back plus 25. So, well, no. Uh, oh, oh, wait. This is something I don't know. Well, no, I, I told you. I, I let him have it for 200. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought we made something off of it. No, no. We, we, well, you told him we were going to, you actually, by putting free delivery on there, you shot us in the foot because I said, the guy said, how much? I said, well, Justin said 225. And he said, oh, but 225 is with free delivery. <laughs> That's right. And at this point, I just said, That's dude, right. just $200 and, and please get out of my face. So basically, my whole story to tell that is pointless because pointless. the free delivery in, ultimately is what cost us from making any money. Exactly. <laughs> so again, so, seller beware. Yeah. Let the seller beware. Couch, the couch king reigns. So tell us a little bit about the couch that the other lemon we got, the cat boy couch. Okay. So this was another one. I think the guy wanted uh, 80 bucks for it. And it was 50. It, it, it was, was 50. 50. He, but we got him down to 50. And uh, he lived in a apartment up on a really high hill, and it was snowing that day. It was snowing really hard, too, and <clears throat> yeah. really high hill. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think that does it justice. This is a mountain. Yeah, it was steep. This was is steep. in Johnson City. This is I didn't even know it was there. One of the highest peaks in Johnson City. And it was like two miles from my house. I had no I drove by it several times. I never knew it was there. But lives up on a high hill, an apartment, nice place. We knock on the door. I think we were there like thirty minutes early and he finally comes to the door. Oh yeah, he was mad. He was mad because it was like eleven thirty. And he had just got and out he of bed. just got out of bed and he's like, Oh, sorry, we're late night people. And I was like, It's eleven thirty, buddy. But I mean, I can't say anything because I used to sleep much later than that before kids. But anyway, so we get in there. The couch has a I think it has some kind of sheet or something on it, some kind of cover. Oh yeah. That's when I yeah. knew that it was a bad deal. Yeah. When he had a cloak thrown over it or a sheet. <laughs> yeah. And we walked in yeah. and there was a sheet it, over it. And I thought, oh great. I think it was an invisibility cloak because whenever the, <laughs> whenever he took the picture, the picture looked much better than what the couch looked yeah. like. So we call it the Catboy couch because it was faux leather, so it was real cheap and it was, you know, he obviously had a cat. That had scratched that thing up left yeah. and right. It was really, I mean, it was beyond repair. It was beyond repair. But it did have a brand new pullout bed that had never been used on yes. the inside of it. And the and the mattress inside that thing was brand new. It was still sealed. Mm-hmm. And it was in, I mean, we tried every which way that we could think of to get that, we to did. sell that. Andrew bought a cover for it, yep. covered it. And, and it was a nice cover too, 50 bucks off Amazon. It yeah. had individual covers for each seat. Mm-hmm. So I even, I came very, I don't think I told you this. I came really close to selling it one night. Oh, you didn't tell me that? No, because it's a lady that I knew. Mm-hmm. And she sent me a message and said, hey, this looks pretty good. And I said, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but she she thought about it. She has a bed and breakfast not far from here. She was going to put it in there, and I said, and I finally I said, look, you don't want this thing. Like, trust me, <laughs> I didn't know all this. So we probably could have made some money off of it, but I didn't want her to get something that was just terrible. And I didn't want her to get something because he knew her apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. The thing was, like, is she definitely would have been disappointed in that thing, mm. and. Eventually, what we ended up doing, I think, again, I just I shoved it out there on the front yard. And again, I think it was snowing. And two or three days later, which is a long time in couch land, because normally people jump all over this stuff. We finally got rid of it. And I was happy to see that one go. Yeah, I had no hopes for that one. That's why I completely forgot about it. Yeah. So here's a tip. If you are listening to this podcast for something other than just insane delight from listening to us ramble. If you're actually interested in getting into couches, flipping couches, any couch that is the faux leather, which we're talking about that poly-based vinyl that you can tell because it's a little bit slicker than leather Mm. and it peels off pretty easily. Any of that stuff. These are going to be your couches that you find at a furniture store around the four or $500 price point, but they're, yeah. but they're quote unquote leather or it's a faux leather or yeah. it's a synthetic leather, whatever. Skip it. Forget it. Yeah. It will absolutely ruin your life. If you jump on one of those things, the best thing you could do is tell someone that you'll haul it off for them for 20 bucks. That'll be 20 more dollars than you were going to make off the thing. 
in the first place, right? As in they pay you twenty dollars to come. Oh yeah, Lord, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't <laughs> pay them. Don't pay them a dime. Yeah. And if they tell you that they want money for it, you need to tell them, hey, this is you're not going to get a dime out of anybody that's going to end up with this thing happy, because that's the thing that was hardest for us is learning what was a good deal, what was a bad deal. The good deals <laughs> were brown cloth couches around 20 to $30, $40. Everybody wants a brown couch. And we came across the same couch several times. The couch that we sold to the lady in Church Hill. That couch, I think we we flipped that thing three or four times Mm -hmm. because everyone had that couch. Mm -hmm. It started off with the girl who had the couch in Knoxville, which you sent a couple of your guys on a run. We paid them, obviously, but you worked that out where we picked up a couch for her in Knoxville. We got her couch that was in pretty bad shape. I mean, it was pretty dirty, right? Like. She had, she had yeah, some, yeah, some uh, like fingernail polish on it that was kind of difficult to get out. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was really nice. It was just you know kids had been. All it was, over. and it yeah. was a it was a electronic couch too. Mm-hmm. So we sold that to the la- that was the last one that we sold, and it was in we had to drive quite a distance. It was almost in Rogersville. That we had to drive that couch out there. Yep. The lady had a bunch of dogs. There. there were a bunch of chickens. Yeah. Uh, I remember that, and and she, she tried to squeeze us. She wanted us to take the couch and recline. She did. She, she put the she put the squeeze on us. Yeah. We get there. She had another set of furniture that she wanted us to take. Well, at this point, I have all the crappy couches in my garage. I'm already frustrated, and I was just done. And I told her, I said, the "Couch uh, Kingdom was crumbling." At this yeah, point we were done at that point. So we ended up not taking that furniture, and she. I messaged like, us on the way back. You I feel like that? two weeks before that, we would have taken those. We would have, yeah, no doubt. And we would have probably flipped them. Well, for sure, they were not. They weren't bad. They yeah. were not bad. On the way back, she messaged me and said that the couch wasn't working. But luckily, you tested it. Uh-huh. You knew that it worked. You said, "Hey, it's just this plug. It probably come loose. Undo that. You're good, or put it back together. Whatever." But Andrew just said, "New phone. Who dis?" And we <laughs> I said, "Wait." <laughs> Who? Who sold you a couch? It wasn't us. No. So that's the other thing you run into is test everything, make certain it works, sit on it, make certain that it's a good quality couch, and make certain that if it's an electronic couch that has the the mechanical reclining part that it works, mm-hmm. test it, test it, test it. Because if somebody, if she really wanted to, she probably could have said, hey, this doesn't work. I want my money back. And yeah. the fact that we drove that far out there, I would have probably given her like, most of her money back at that yeah. point. I was so frustrated and done with it. I would have probably done that. All right, Justin. So the couch game was pretty good to us. We ended up selling 13 couches. Was it 13? It was 13. We wow. we moved 13. Well, I'll say this. We bought 13. I think of those, I think we sold 10. In addition to that, we made about 1200 bucks, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I knew it was something along those lines. Okay, so I have on here actually 14 couches. We bought 14 couches. It looks like we sold all but three. The Catman couch, Catboy couch, we didn't. We lost 50 bucks on that. The Sulphur Springs couch one, we we didn't sell that one. The Irwin vintage couch, which I really like, is in my garage right now. And Rachel and I are going to refinish that because that's a nice couch. 
That was forty bucks. Mm-hmm. I love that couch. I think it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I have my own thoughts on that couch, but it, yeah, you thought it was junk. It, it's probably it was, the prettiest couch. I even had a girl compliment me. She sent me a message on Facebook and said, "I don't want to buy this thing, but I just want to let you know that that is a beautiful couch." And I said, oh "I appreciate you." You say, "Well, I found it next to a dumpster in Irwin." Well, they had put it next to the dumpster <laughs> just because they were closing for the day, and yeah. they couldn't wait around all day for us. I think it was symbolic of that couch. <laughs> Had a huge like gash it. in the back. It's not a bad looking couch, but it's just—I mean, it's just—I'm going to sell that couch one day for a thousand dollars. I promise you. So we we bought fourteen couches. We sold it looks like eleven of those couches. Total profit was twelve hundred ninety three dollars. Okay, total. I guess the total amount of money that we made, all things considered, was nineteen oh five. So right about two thousand dollars is what we brought in in revenue. And then as far as our cost goes, we spent $612 on couches. The most expensive couches were the ones that we had trouble moving. Mm -hmm. The cheapest couches were the ones that moved quickest. Average margin on these couches of 67%. So on average, we were making 67% on these couches when we sold them. Of course, some of them we made as high as 90. Some of them we actually made 100% margin because we didn't pay anything for them. So that means that we made over $1,300. So here's how the numbers break down. So $1,300, conveniently enough, we sold, I guess, 11 couches, and we gave each couch basically an hour of our time. Mm -hmm. Some were a little bit more, Mm -hmm. most were less, but we said basically, hey, we worked what we'll say 13 hours because we we moved 13 couches. And all in all, getting the couch and then delivering it 30 minutes a piece. So that works out to be about $118 an hour. So if we take that $1,300, divide that by 11, because that's what we sold. So basically, we made $118 each hour that we were out Mm -hmm. is the way that you can look at it. So here's the argument that Justin and I had. Okay, if you've got a business and you can make $118 an hour, well, you work that business 40 hours a week, and you would be bringing in $4,720 a week times four, that would be $18,000 a month times 12, that would be $226,560. And here's the, I guess the hard truth is, would you make $118 an hour all 40 hours? Probably not. No. No. But if you were Let's just say that we were half wrong. Yeah. Let's say that we're half wrong about this. You would still clear $113,000 a year. Let's take it one step further. Let's say that we're half wrong about that. You would still make $56,000. Yeah. If we were 75% wrong about the facts there, 75% wrong about the figures, you could still theoretically bring home fifty-six thousand dollars a year by snatching couches off of Facebook marketplace and relisting them. And we didn't even get as far as like a business management sense, we didn't even get to a point where we were optimizing our process. We optimized a little bit, but we didn't get it down pat where we were saving ourselves wasted man hours and Mm -hmm. not jumping on lemons and improving the margins on the couches by putting them on their hire. So all in all, I believe in my heart of hearts 
that you could make a cool seventy to ninety thousand dollars a year on the couch game if you so desired. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think that this was with two guys, one truck, who both work actual full time jobs. Yeah, with kids, families, yeah. wives. During during a COVID, during a <laughs> yeah. pandemic, that's important. During a pandemic, yeah. During the worst weather of the year, because it's been cold as hell, mm-hmm. and it snowed more than six times. That I right. know, in my mind, I see more than six couches sitting there in the snow yeah. during different points and times of this adventure. Because we've been out, I think almost every time we've been out, there's been snow on the ground, which is crazy. East Tennessee. If you didn't know, you get all four seasons. So it's definitely been a snowy January for us. But if you really wanted to optimize this type of business, if you had, obviously you could start off with $0. You would probably need a truck or some form of something that you could put or a trailer. But if you could get a trailer. We talked about this and you could rent a truck. You could rent a truck. U-Haul, U-Haul will rent you a truck for $20 in city and they just charge you the mileage. So you could rent a truck, pick it up at 8 a.m., bring it back that night at 7 p.m., mm-hmm. have it for $20 plus the whatever the gas, yeah. uh, the mileage that you put on it. So at the end of the day, once you get your startup with $0, except maybe if you have to rent a truck for 20 bucks or something, you have $0, you get to a point where we currently are. Then you take a little bit of that money, uh, buy yourself a trailer or a cheap used truck. Those are also a marketplace. And then you build up your inventory a little bit more. Then maybe you get a storage unit. You start putting the couches in the storage unit. And then maybe once you make a little more money, you get another guy or you get a couple more people to help you out with yeah. the truck. So the point is, the sky is the limit. You can work on it as hard or as soft as you possibly want. Either you do it 40 hours a week with one or two guys and make X amount or you do it 40 hours a week, continue to do it, get another set of guys. I mean, you can keep growing it, keep growing it, keep growing it to as big as you wanted to really. It's just how much time and effort you're willing to put into it. Yeah. And that's the thing. One thing about this podcast that we've not talked about yet is that we're not looking for get rich quick schemes. We're Mm -hmm. looking for get rich schemes, right? Right, (laughs) Like the whole idea that you don't have to go out there, you don't have to hustle, you don't have to work hard. That's complete and utter bullshit. It's you can come across a couple of lucky runs here or there, but I think we're old enough to realize this, that you just that sort of stuff never really works out. And I don't even know if it's necessarily get rich schemes. It's just kind of to say, hey, look, if you have a little bit of drive, you can make some money with no money starting off. Yeah. Um, and good money. And, and good money. Very good money. Good yeah. money, yeah. So I think that's the whole point. Yeah. Now, obviously, we would love to find something where we make a lot of money. Yeah. That'd be great. But I think the goal, ultimately, is to show people that you can start with zero if you just get a little creative and have a little bit of drive and, you know, willing to put a little elbow grease into it. Yeah. And to that end, our next episode, we're going to be jumping into something that's very interesting. A lot of people out there talking about this. I don't want to spoil it, but it is, it's in the real estate industry, right? Mm -hmm. Without being a real estate agent, you don't have to be a real estate agent, but you can still make money. We're going to give it a go. Justin and I both know precious little about this. He has a a brother-in-law who does. So we're meeting with him next week. We're going to start spinning the gears and we're not getting rid of the couch 
business no. by any means. We still have the storage unit. We still have the truck, but we are taking it step by step at this point. Yes. Until we see really what the future holds as far as this next part of the podcast. Hopefully this is informative to you guys. Hopefully it's been entertaining. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode of Scheming. Good luck out there. If you do decide to get into the couch game, hopefully this helps you. Do it right. Take care of people. And you'll, you'll always come out on top. Until next time, keep scheming. Thank you.